What's good, you guys? This is Yo Correct here, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today's episode, I've got Hawk here with me, and we're just talking it up, having a little discussion here. I had nothing else to release for today, and I wanted to get something out for um, graduation. Note that this is pre-taped on a Wednesday, and so prob- um, probably um, probably safe to say that this episode's not going to be out until um, until Friday. So, yay, it's Friday. Oh yeah, that's when my graduation is too. Right, but what, wait, what grade were you graduating? You were graduating from high school too? I'm not graduating from high school. Oh, wh- wait, you're gra- wait, you're graduating from what? From where now? Um, school, of course. So you're graduating from middle school. There's a middle school graduation thing? We don't have that. We don't have that. Uh, I get we have an award ceremony where 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 we live. Sorry, we don't have a middle school graduation where I live. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Oh. I've never heard of a middle school graduation where I'm where I'm from. We have we just have awards for them. We have graduations for high school and college students where I'm from. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, I go to a private school. See. Private schools, they um of course they're of course they're gonna have it. Of course private schools are gonna have it. They um most private schools do. I I just look at this Logitech um G Pro gaming headset and I mean I'm looking at the pros and the con it has omni, bidirectional, and stereo and cardoid. I think it ha- I think it might have an unidirectional one as well. A mode as well. Um and then they have zero latency monitoring, which it has a headphone slot, so you can plug up the headphones. Or actually, no, it's not a headphone slot. That's actually a wireless headset. But yeah, you can actually plug in headphones to it and actually monitor the. Um... Oh no, it is a wired headphone. Wired headphones. I'm wrong. They're wired. Oh. But you can actually plug in the wire and like listen to yourself on the Logitech. Pro gaming headset. It's with a blue Yeti USB mic for recording and streaming on PC and Mac. And um, the, you know you know how much it costs. It actually costs two hundred twenty-five dollars. And I'm thinking about it. Okay, by the time you spend two hundred and twenty-five twenty-three with um with our state tax, it's gonna probably be like two hundred forty dollars because seven cents on the dollar here. And um. I was thinking by the time you spend $225 on that, you can get you can get a basically a microphone like I have, which is called an Eftison. It's called an Eftison microphone. Comes with a USB arm and everything. Mine costs $40. Mine costs $40. Yes, that's right. Arm stand, pop filter and all. There there's there's like a full on um there's a full on accessory thing for this that actually comes with more stuff or at least it says yeah then looking at it right now one of them is $30 for an accessory version of it and it's actually a different type of holder you can like change the different holders and stuff with it it's um and it like holds your phone and stuff on it as well and they're both that's nice they're both for the same thing so they have an accessory one and a um microphone included one so i have a microphone included one that one's forty dollars 
And by the time you get that, um, plus the head, plus the headphones, you can just do the headphones with your PC, and I think there, I think you can actually do that with some various forms of software. And by the, and most of it, most of it is free to do. And by the time you do all of that, you would, you would have only spent fifty dollars, or could get a you get a podcast microphone with the sound card and the head um the sound card thingy because there's a podcast microphone that comes with the sound card that you use for sound effects and whatnot without having to use a special software and by the time you spend all of that there's a condenser microphone that usually goes for $99 is $50 but same thing you spend $50 on all of that, but yet some people spend $200 on the big stuff. When you really don't have to do it because your Streamlabs software and your OBS studio, you can tune that yourself. You want to save money? That That's... I mean, come on, dude. You're really going to spend $200 for that when you can literally tune the audio on your software free software mind you and only spend fifty dollars to maybe ninety nine dollars potentially to get something high quality and still save money nah man nah just no no don't spend two hundred dollars on that uh that to me i i mean if you want to spend money on that go ahead but if you're gonna like just straight up um if you're on a budget or you're just gonna straight up like be spending money for quality and whatnot and you don't and you're not gonna be doing like top of the line you know like hi i'm a professional type stuff you're like an indie podcaster or a basic youtuber streamer you don't really need all that stuff like i like i can't understand people who are not who are not streamers who they're not gonna use rtx and they know they're not gonna use rtx most uh, most people and they'll be on they'll be on they'll be on a budget and they'll and rather than price to their budget meaning buy with mean buy um not up to their budget but with but well within it to get a gtx they'll spend money on an rtx car that they're probably never going to use like i like that has happened before like i can't think of how many people that has happened to. but if you really want to save money and i'm gonna leave a link to the uh, podcast microphone bundle that I'm looking at, so I can, so you guys can look, my audience can like look and see, you know, hey, uh, this is what this is the kind of thing that is for sale right now. But I can leave, leave gonna leave a link to it, and it like literally, it's 100%. Like, I mean, bro, if you're gonna do any kind of podcasting or anything, you want to save money. I'm gonna leave a link to this in the description because you do not need to spend over over possibly two hundred and fifty dollars on equipment when you can say when you can save about a hundred and seventy of that. 170, 180 of that easily. <sighs> Go figure, dude. Go figure. But yeah, your take on whatever you want to talk about, because hey, I mean that's just what I'm looking at. I'm looking at pricing right now. There's nothing coming out of your mic, dude. It's static. It's static. <laughs> nothing but static. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Alright. 
I've just been listening to everything. So, when is, I really when want is to be like a good mic. When is your thing anyway? For your school? For my graduation? Yeah, when is your thing actually? Same day as you, June 10th. Oh, it's on June 10th too? Yeah. Or... Uh, the only thing that I, only thing I'm looking forward to is finishing my college degree and getting my high school diploma and just getting out of school, period, for the rest of my life. I, I can't, I've, I've been, I've been in school for not, for not really, really not 13 years, but actually, te actually technically 14, because, because not only, not only did I have a setback due to health reasons in elementary school, but I also oh, okay. had, but I also had to go to, I also had to technically go, technically go through pre-K, um, for, for, like, virtually twice, because I think back then we had a rule, I can't remember if they said, I don't know if they still have it or not, where if your birthday is after the school system starts, you have to go to pre-K twice if you're enrolled to go to pre-K. And I'm trying to figure out why they have that rule, because it sets kids oh. behind, because, you know... Yeah, I think actually it seems very. It actually does sound sound very discriminatory because when you think about it, because if you're born between June and August, you don't have to go twice. Or if you're born in the spring semester, you don't have to go twice. So then, so then people with like early year birthdays that are not in the fall, because um because there's a majority of people majority of people have their birth have their birthdays scattered about. But um, but you know, traditionally most birthdays are between Jan or January and August. If you really think about it, at least or at least or at least the one at least the ones I'm familiar, at least all the ones that I'm familiar with, all the um like a lot like a lot of people, because uh, there because there are quite a lot of people that are birthdays are like that, where it's like June, January through August, right? And when you think about it, it sounds it sounds really messed up because the because for the few that have their birthday in the fall. And it's a very short time period, short period of time, from August to December, to December, basically. All of those people that are lumped into that group, they unfairly have to attend pre-K twice, even though you're learning the same material, but you're learning it twice. So when your other friends get to go to kindergarten ahead of you, you're still in pre-K. So, and there's not a thing you can do about it. I'm, I'm, I don't, I hope they. I hope they've changed that rule because when I was in school, at pre and pre K and the pre K side of things, that was a thing. That was actually a thing, and it was. And I think some people were upset about it because a lot of kids traditionally who had their birthdays before August, they could get by without having that issue. But for people who were not who are fortunate, who are fortunate enough to have um, a birthday, thank God, but that were unfortunate enough to get their birthday stuck in the fall, they had to go twice. So. Uh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, but it's, I don't know what the, I don't know what the reason for that, I don't know what the real reason for that, what, that was. I just know that people were upset, people including, including me and my mom and parents, they, they were kind of upset about that because you're learning the same you're learning the same thing twice and then you have to go to kindergarten but your friends are already in kindergarten so then they're in the first grade by the time you get out very annoying mm. 
I, I hope, I hope by God that they have repealed that already. So that was not a very good idea. Well, one thing, one thing, I was in pre-K in 2004, 2005, 2000, you know, the 2000, early 2000s, when things were, things were changing rapidly, and, and the, and the system was well different than what it is now, and, 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 and it was like a transition period for a lot of people, especially, especially in the South, it was st it's still transitioning over, like, like a lot so some of the things that were done then by the time i had gotten into like third grade 90 percent of all of that had been stopped by the time i was in third grade so i mean yeah i i, I guess i guess if your parents had to go through it, i guess your parents had to go through it i guess but they of course they would have to go through it your grandparents would might have had to go through it as well but for like for like people my people my age, that honestly was a big deal, cause like it. I mean, it helps that your siblings don't have to go through it, but knowing that you're literally a year or two older than somebody else and they get to have something that you didn't have not by like 10 years but by two or three years that makes a huge difference on the difference on the attitude and the and the sadness that that person goes through that they didn't get a chance to experience it and they're only two years apart okay and you did sixth grade twice i'm no no i mean no i did I did fourth grade twice because of a health because of a health issue. Remember, I I have a developmental disability, and so part of that was the principal did not want me to advance until I got better in like basically quote unquote normal, like what I am now, where you wouldn't tell or be able to tell that I have a developmental disability until I actually said something to you about it. As with back uh, then, anybody could tell by looking at me, but now, unless I say something, nobody would ever know. Because of how well I can talk, and because of how well I can do things, No, um, nobody, unless they know me personally, or unless I actually told them, nobody would be able to tell the difference. But see, back then, they could just look at me and tell. And I think the principal at the time, she was lo really looking out for me because she knew that if they let me, she let me go. Sorry, I cannot talk today. Today's just one of those days for me, but she knew that if she let me go, that I would face a lot of bullying and educational setbacks and more problems because the fifth grade would have been unforgiving as opposed to the fourth grade from what I understand, for for somebody like me at the time, so she so she wanted to make sure that I was one hundred percent blended, so quote unquote blended into that environment before she let me go, because she because she I think in the back of her mind she knew how much harassment and how much bullying I could face if she let me go ahead of time. 
And so it was not it was not to hinder me, it was to protect me from essentially mental and emotional danger, basically. I think that's why she did it. So it wasn't because I outright failed. I did great. I had great I had great grades for those classes. It was because it was because she did not want me to get bullied or harassed in the future and she wanted to try and keep me progressing on the right path as best as possible so that when I finally did get to high school and college I would be where I am now where I like can basically sit in a classroom writing stuff down at a normal pace and talking on a down-to-earth, advanced, super-hyper-advanced level and not have to worry that somewhere down the line someone's going to be basically a jerk or that things are not going to end well. She wanted to make sure that stuff like that did not happen. She was doing a protective measure. And I totally agree with the decision. It was the right call. Looking back on it, it was the right call. I did some sixth grade classes because I had uh, multi-language classes and, well, didn't go too great. So I also had math classes for sixth grade. And um, that didn't go that well. But I mean, I did learn some stuff. And yeah, sometimes stuff like that does happen. And I mean, it's not like it really hurt, because if it had been in middle school or high school, it would have definitely killed everything. It's just because it happened in elementary school that nothing bad came out of it. College professors, everybody would just overlook it because it happened in elementary and middle school and not in high school, it, it, it basically gave me what I have now, where I can do college and everything with scholarships and all that, and grants for stuff, because of that. Mm. But see, in my mind, I'm thinking that the approach, the approach at the time when I was first diagnosed should have been, let's do this versus this, and instead of seeing how it works, let's keep him on this, because at the time the doctors were doing trial and error back and forth every so often, every too often, and it was causing setbacks. If they had just kept certain, it was up until I got to a certain point in doctors and whatnot, and then, then if they had just kept it straightforward and prolonged it, the their, their so-called trial run as to medicine and treatment, if they had prolonged it instead of switching everything up every single month or every other three months of the year, then 
by the time I had gotten into fourth grade, we wouldn't even we wouldn't have even had to have done math. We could have went ahead and passed me because by then she would have known that I would have been ready because they would have but see the doctors that I had at the time before I got before I got to some really great ones. And I know some and I, and I mean all the doctors I've had since fourth grade and late third grade have been really, really, really good. But the doctors that I had at the beginning and the doctors that I had, um, some of the doctors that I had in early elementary school because they were trying to figure out what's wrong, some of them, they didn't necessarily pick up on the right tactics and some of them actually did more harm than good because they were trying to do such and such stuff that they knew wouldn't work, that they wanted to do it anyway. And I guess because they weren't, guess because they weren't like, I don't know, they just weren't really... They were good at it, but they weren't really, like, perfect at making sure that everything fell into place the right way, that the treatments were actually 100% guaranteed to work. I think, I think some of that is what caused a lot of third and fourth grade setbacks for me. That's gotta be the part that, that's the part that my mom stresses to me, is that... In doing that, they may have helped some get me to some better doctors, but it still hurt me while it was going on, and it didn't get much better. In middle school, it got extremely better, and I only say it got extremely better because I had some of the best teachers that um and and like some and like some staff that was willing to like like pitch in to try try and give me an extra push. And then in 8th grade, 8th grade is when it really began to take a turn for the better. Because I had, I, because actually in ninth grade and 10th grade, I had stopped stuttering. That was a huge problem. In ninth and 10th grade and since then, my stutter is like, it just virtually doesn't exist. Maybe in the morning when I'm tired or when I'm like talking super fast or trying to rap super fast, that might happen. It might slip out. But as far as like outright every other word out of my mouth, just gone by the time I got to high school. The eighth grade portion is what is what pushed me over the top. And then when I got into ninth grade, I just every, every teacher, every teacher blew right through progress. Progress, progress, progress. Just keep going. Just keep going, just like that. Just go, go, go. And here I am. Two more days, and I'm out the door. And look, my, I've already, mind you, I've already started college, and my college professors have given me very high remarks from them as well. And look, my my teacher, my teacher, um, not the high school, not the high school, Mr. Garner, but my college, my college, Mr. Garner, because I, because they're both brothers. Um. My college, Mr. Garner, and my math teacher, and not just my math teacher, but my computer teacher, Mr. Mobley and um, Mr. Johnson. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Johnson, however you pronounce his name. All four of them in the college environment, they um they will tell you what whether whether they whether they tell you outright or they tell you in private. They will tell you that. I 
do perform well, not only that I perform well, but that when I perform less than well, I do steps to make to contact the instructor and do proactive steps to make sure that I get back to performing well. Not just that I fall behind and stay behind. I try to I try to climb myself back into performing well. And actually my computer instructors will tell you that tell you, will tell you that because in especially especially for my um computer instructor for security foundations because the security foundations class um in that class what i did was amazing i was um um he'll he'll tell he'll tell you quick i was proactive because instead of waiting until each week was assigned i got my instructor to unlock assignments five weeks in advance and by the time i got to july I had already finished a 10-week course in just four and a half, five weeks. And I passed that, oh, wow. and I passed that class with like an 80, an 80 or a 90-something. I want to say I passed that class with like a 90-something by the time, by, and I did that, and I did it all in five weeks. Because I was working at the time, and I wasn't sure what my work search was going to be like. I DM'd the instructor to unlock the assignments he did, and I was just like, Bam, bam, bam. Get the assignment done. Bam, bam, bam. Get it done. By the time I was done, I had a full-on high grade, a very high grade in that class, just because I went ahead and did it well in advance. Just went ahead, went through it, learned the material, got it done. And they and they and they will tell you that I went through, I did what I'm supposed to do, and I got out. I got out of the, I got out, I got out of each of those classes. I'm taking four this summer. Hopefully I pass those. I pass those and I can graduate in August of 2023. I pass my classes this summer. I will be finished with college in a in three semesters. That is faster than even most community college students could do. And I'm at community college, mind you. That is faster than most of than most of them end up doing if I can pass everything in a straight shot and not have to retake anything. Like, that, uh, that would, uh, that would be impressive to see me get my diploma in August. And I, it hasn't even been a full two year, two years yet. Hasn't even been two, two, um, hasn't even been five full semesters. And I would already have my degree. Nice, that's probably pretty impressive. But I have one more message before I before we sign off the episode, and that and that goes to my graduating classes because I know we have a lot of graduating classes this year. Colleges have already graduated, and if you have already graduated from college, you did it. You're out of school for life. Some of you guys may be doing grad school, and I and I get that. But if you're not doing grad school, congratulations, you made it out of college. Keep going. Don't stop. You run, you fall, hop back up. Don't stop. Don't stop at all. You get a wall in, you get a wall in your way, either punch your way through it or climb go over or under it, but do not let that wall stop you. Don't stop. And for my high school class who will be graduating who graduating in the June term, look. I gotta say, this has gotta be the best class 
of 2022 that I've ever been in and every other class in the world that's graduating in June. It's got to be it's got to be the best class that you've ever been in. If you're listening to this. Do not let your troubles be a barrier to success. I have to say that. As a creator and a school student, I have to say, do not let your barriers stop you from success. Success is going to come. You have barriers. You just have to either go over, around, under, or even better yet, just punch right through them. You're not going you're not going to not going to find any other better alternative than to break down barriers and to achieve that success. You achieve that success and you will do things extraordinary. Not you can do, you will do. That is all for me at this hour. I am your correct and I will see you guys or hear you guys in the next episode.